Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Boy, love hearing all those sponsors. Wow. What a group. And, uh, well, let's go over to our man from KWTX, Chad Vaughrine. And, uh, I mean, he's uh, he's been all over the place. He's been down to San Antonio to see the women's team. He's been over to see the new pavilion, Foster Pavilion, coming January 2nd. I hope, uh, Chad, you picked us out a good spot. You kind of um, saw maybe where the media will be set up. I Something tells me it will not be courtside. Those are going to be very expensive seats. But um, how are you? Welcome back to the show. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yeah, the, the, it's always so much fun uh, being on this. Uh, yeah, you're, you are right. I mean, one thing is for sure is that uh, there's a lot of work left to be done uh, on this. It, I mean, I, they've made pretty good progress from in terms of when they started, but still, they're you know about two weeks out, and I, I it just it's going to be unfinished. So there's going to be a lot of things that are still going to be kind of up in the air. But in terms of how I guess you know it, it impacts guys like you and me, uh, I, I don't know where exactly we're going to be seated, and I, I don't know where you know there's I, I there's a lot of unanswered questions. I feel like that we still have. Yeah, I feel like that's not like. Mosley's seating is not in their top ten. Like on their checkoff list, like I don't think it's like, hey, where are we going to put Mosley? I think I'll be very fortunate just to be in the building. Give us a general sense. Now you put the hard hat on. You got the boots on. You had your work boots on. I was afraid they might put you to work over there to try to help finish up. Give me the general feel. I'm looking at a picture you put on Twitter. Uh, it's certainly the, the, it's going to feel more like the seats are on top of the court. I think it's going to be louder. It'll be a little more intimidating, I think. And that was what they were hoping for, but just the general feeling of what it kind of looks like and feels like in there, it certainly has to be a much more intimate setting than the Farrell center. What were your biggest takeaways? Well, yeah, you, you talked about that that picture that I posted. You know, it 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 looks like I'm maybe zoomed in, or it looks like you're pretty close. But that's just—I mean, I was very impressed because I, I'm fairly far up in that picture, and it looks like you're you're standing. I'm standing on top of the court. You know, you the farther and farther you get back, it still feels like you know almost it's an illusion kind of. But you could probably grab and touch the court. That, that's what it almost looks like, and. You know, I, I was talking with uh, with Henry Howard. He, you know, the guy spearheading this project, uh, Baylor uh, AD of uh, Capital Projects. And, you know, I, I asked him, what, uh, what what kind of feel are you going for? And, you know, uh, he talked about Duke's Cameron. He talked about even, I believe, Butler's uh, basketball arena, which I, I don't know the name of it, but that was a big Hinkle. inspiration for them. He, uh, Hinkle Fieldhouse. Yeah. Hinkle, yes, uh, yes. So that uh, those were kind of the two big inspirations where they want that more intimate uh, feeling, where it looks like you know if you fall over your seat, you almost land on the court. You know that that's kind of what they want, and so it's and obviously you know about thirty five hundred um, less tickets will be available for each game, so thirty five hundred less seats. It's going to seat about what seventy five hundred, I believe, and that's five hundred of those seats are standing room only. So it's going to be going to be way louder, and it's going to feel like you can grab and touch the players almost. Yeah, I don't want to encourage fans to do that, uh, to reach out and uh, interact with players. Chad Vaughrine joining us. 
uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. In a former life, you were a TCU student. It wasn't that long ago. Mm. I think that's another place. Of course, Baylor doesn't want to go on the record saying, yeah, we want something like Showmeyer or we want something like Moody up in Dallas. But the thought is the same. Let's go smaller. Let's have, I mean, what the, the new Moody or the renovation to Moody, same thing with old Daniel Meyer at TCU. It's a really neat deal. It, I, and again, I don't have as good a feel for the TCU one as I do Moody. Moody looks great. Sight lines are incredible. You're close to the floor no matter where you are. It's great for high school, college games, the whole thing. But uh, you having been at TCU and having experienced that new arena, I mean, people uh, at TCU really have embraced that. Did they, I mean, did it, did it, um, did it just kind of change the way? Obviously, it helped Jamie getting a better team here recently. But what do you think of that arena, and do you think it'll be a similar feel? Well, yeah, it, I, I was thinking about the, the Showmeyer Arena in Fort Worth because uh, it, it does kind of have a very, very similar feel. Now, again, they, Baylor may not ever say that, and, uh, of course, I, I'm sure at some point Tisa is going to say, hey, you know, uh, this looks a lot like a place we're pretty familiar with, you know, but it's it does have a similar feel. And I, I think – the thing that's really going to be very similar is both of the the student sections. It, you know, when the at the Feral, the, the Baylor student section, you know, you have about that five foot gap behind, uh, and you know, there's there's plenty of room for you to you know go all right under the student section. And so, the students are they're fairly far. They're they're also a little bit farther than a lot of other places from the visiting bench, and that's what they really wanted. So when you look at uh, the Schollmeyer that you're sitting right on top of the bench in that student section, and then that's going to be the same thing with the Foster. The the students are going to be so much closer to what will be the visiting bench, and it's you know they can have a conversation with them pretty much. That that's how close it's going to be, and that's yeah. really I think what their intention was was to have that student section just right on top of the team that's coming into play there. All right, it's going to be now. Did they give you any information? Like I, you know, do we need to tell our listeners about parking? Are they going to continue to try to kind of put some of that out there? I would imagine before January second. And did you kind of take a peek at that infrastructure? Like you said, the Allison that Development Center. There's some parking that still needs to be built. It's not going to be like you say. It won't be the smoothest thing. And as Mac talked about, might need to exercise a little grace with getting in there, maybe arrive early. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting over there, so we'll be we'll be in good position. But what could you tell about the parking? And did they did they start kind of sharing any information about like what uh, fans need to kind of know for opening night, which will be January second against my backup school, uh, Cornell. <laughs> oh yeah, and I I already knew that was your backup school. I guess they they probably offered you too much scholarship money. I'm sure because you were too <laughs> smart. But no, they uh, I I know in in, in terms of the the parking, uh, they, all I heard was it's not finished and they're going to be working on it continuously. So um, obviously not during the game, but I'm sure any other time you'll go in there, you'll see uh, what you know what they're working on. I know there's three different shuttle spots that they're planning on. One of them is going to be from downtown, I believe. And then uh, 
McLean Stadium for now and then some other uh, one other spot that uh, I, I didn't quite catch. But I know that they're going to continue to shuttle. And I, yeah. from what they told us, that they're going to continue to roll, roll out this information over the next few days. So I, I think they still have maybe some questions there trying to figure out because, again, all this has kind of come together in relatively short time from when they, they broke ground. And so, you know, they're, they're still probably figuring out and things may change. We, we may see, a, a, you know, some changes in some of the small details, and that can take a little bit of time, I'm sure, for them to, to get that all straightened out. All right, Chad Vaughthering, it sounds like he's making his way around town. The man's out. He's, he's getting involved in the community. He's looking around. He's probably got a broadcast to do here in a minute. Uh, I mean, you never know where the guy may end up. What would you think about these state title games? Hated to see Mart um, not get it done, although it's amazing that they keep going. What a powerhouse uh, they have there with Kevin Hoffman and that program. Oglesby gets there, can't get across the finish line, but still an amazing season. Um, you, you're, you and uh, you and the staff, uh, KWTX, Darby, the whole gang, you were right in the middle of all that. What were your, what were your biggest takeaways from? Uh, and you can include other teams. I mean, I, I'm fascinated with the Metroplex's dominance, Duncanville, DeSoto. Let's count Alito out there or toward Fort Worth. Incredible. Uh, South Oak Cliff, of course. Uh, I mean, just an incredible display by the Metroplex. And one of those teams got beat, didn't they? Uh, Port Natchez Groves got a big win. So it was, uh, I mean, a lot of, just a lot of fun around those state title games. Well, well Matt, I'm, I'm a Houston kid, so I grew up watching, you know, the state title games. When I was, I believe, in early middle school or early high school, late middle school maybe, that that's when uh, – a young man by the name of Kyler Murray was making his way and, uh, you know, played on TV uh, three years in a row, didn't lose a game. So for, for me to be there was just an incredible experience. I, I, I love covering Baylor. I love covering uh, other sports in the community. But I think, hands down, for me, high school football, it, it, it takes the cake for just the experience as, as a journalist and a reporter because you, you get so close with these teams in the, in the communities, and, and it, it's just it was so fun to be there, you know. And so I was at the Oglesby game uh, that they played a Benjamin team that in, in six man football. Now the, the fun thing about six man is that you know there's action the entire time. You know, 82 to 34 point blowout. That's that that's, that was the final score, but that's not as big of a blowout as it sounds because you know they score every other play and the the touchdowns and the uh, the extra point. That's eight points. So you know not there. Even though they were 45 points behind or so, you know they were just a couple scores from being right in that game. But I mean, the that that was fun uh, watching Franklin play, uh, losing uh, to Malakoff when Malakoff won their first state championship. That that was a cool moment to see for Malakoff. And then it just you talk about the Duncanville and DeSotos. I know realignment's going to mix some things around, but. From that DeSoto team, what I saw there, I from what I've heard, they're expected to potentially go uh, down a level after realignment, and there's no doubt in my mind that that DeSoto team is going to be back in there next year. They they were dominant, and I, I'm sure you've probably seen also that six eight lineman uh, playing for them, lining up uh, 380 pounds. I mean, they they had some monsters on on that team. So it's but lots of talent there. And Matt, you know, you want to also take note of some of the players that are going to be there because we could be seeing them uh, in the big leagues pretty soon. 
Yeah, I would say so. And uh, Alito, wouldn't that be awesome if, like, Alito got to play DeSoto? I mean, just the just unbelievable, both great, great programs. I that, I hated that South Lake Carroll coach calling, you know, trying to act like DeSoto had all five-star players and all whatever he said after that game. If you lose, you lose. I mean, DeSoto prepares its team and has great coaches, and, yeah, they got great players, but don't act like, oh, my gosh, I mean, we don't have the kind of talent. You're Southlake Carroll. you got every facility you could ever need in the world. Nobody wants to hear Riley Dodge whining. I thought that was the biggest whining I'd ever heard. And DeSoto <laughs> is, is a take-all-comers kind of team because I think they may opt into six in 6A, even though they could go – down to 5A. I think there's been some thought they might opt into class. I mean, like Highland Park was in class 6A. They're like way ready to be back down to 5A. Like get us, they can't get down there quickly enough. And um, I think that says a lot about DeSoto that like, hey, we want to continue to play at the very highest level. So, uh, but, uh, well, I had seen the the Waco group all hanging out together and, and got a good picture there. And so I wanted to ask you about that. And then uh, I'll, uh, I'll bring you word, Chad. I'm headed to uh, New York for Baylor Duke. So I'll, uh, I'll let you know how that scene is there. I may do some live reporting for KWTX. I'm really shocked that uh, no one's ever asked me to do that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure Darby is uh, dying for that to happen. Um, but, Chad, hey, thank you oh, yeah. for doing this. And um, – I appreciate your uh, architectural uh, analysis. All right, wanted to get kind of uh, get your take on on uh, Foster Pavilion, and I will see you soon, if not before uh, Christmas, perhaps for that first game against the Big Red of Cornell. <laughs> Yes, yeah, and yeah, maybe they'll be asking for you to go back to school there once they take a visit to to Waco. So we need to also hear about that, Matt. But yeah, th- thanks so much for for having me on, and uh, always a pleasure. You bet, you bet. It was good, Chad Vaughrine, uh joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, we do have a little time here. <clears throat> I want to I want to get back into the Cowboys and we're going to we're going to try to determine and by the way y'all can sound off if you want to text us 